Welcome back to the We Are Athletes podcast. I want to thank everyone who listened to our first episode. And I'm going to ask that you subscribe to anywhere that you are listening and share on social media. You can follow us at We Are Athletes program at Instagram, on Snapchat, on Twitter. It's going to be WAA underscore program. You can follow us there. And if you have any questions or suggestions on what we can talk about or anything you would like to ask the team, you can email me at weareathletesprogram at gmail.com. We love to hear from you and we would love to give your voice a platform. Um, The theme of today is going, we're going to be talking about being unafraid in the new. And we know that this is really important for athletes because you're always doing something new. However, why is it that when we are presented with doing something new, we feel anxiety, we feel fear, we may doubt ourselves. So we're, we're going to talk about how to overcome being afraid in the new. Why is this crucial for athletes and leaders to try new things? Well, in new things, we're always going to learn, but new things will demand the athlete and leader to change, adjust, adapt, be uncomfortable, risk, and learn. Some people don't feel confident in these areas of adjustment um, or adaptation. Maybe taking risks is scary, but this is important for any athlete and leader because think about it. When we have to change, we have to change positions. We have to change plays, coaches, maybe teams sometimes. Um, We have to learn to adjust, adjust to the opponent, adjust to the situation, to a, the approach. We Sometimes we even need to adjust our goals. And we also need to adapt. As an athlete and a leader, you need to know how to adapt. Adapt to the pace of the game, adapt to a new culture of the team, adapt to the new. Most of the time, I shouldn't say most of the time, oftentimes people get paralyzed in the place of adapting. They don't know how to change. And so they don't change and they stay the same and they don't see any progress, whether that's in leadership or as an athlete. This is so crucial to be comfortable with the new. In in the new, it will promise uncertainty. Let me say that again. New will bring uncertainty. How do you deal with uncertainty? How do you deal with uncertainty? You need to ask yourself that question. Does it bring anxiety? Does it bring fear? Does it bring exhilaration? Are you excited about it? This is something new. I get to grow. But if you're feeling fear or anxiety, when you think about anything where the outcome is uncertain, that's what we're dealing with today. Okay? Being in the new, being an athlete, being a leader requires you to risk. And that sometimes means we're risking the chance of failing. That could be a huge risk for athletes, risking the chance of failing. Um, and then, But we also know that new causes us to learn and to develop. So why is it that so many are terrified of trying something new? Why is that? Well, today we have with us Rachel Spinoza back from the first episode, as well as Alicia Howard. And we're going to talk about... The way, the way that they have dealt with new situations, how they've grown, if they're still feeling fear, ways that they've overcome. So let's bring them on. 
Um, I'm just going to go ahead and start with these questions and you guys can chime in however you feel. How would you say you do these things like change, adjust, adapt, being uncomfortable, risking? How would you say you guys do that as leader athletes? So like how, how we adapt to change? Um, I think just taking it like head on, like <laughs> pushing down your doubts and like those thoughts in your head that are constantly telling you that you know, that's not going to work and that's not okay. And, you know, that hasn't worked in the past or that hasn't what you've been doing. Um, I guess, you know, it's more like mental strength and telling yourself, like, I need to stop being uh, my biggest enemy in this and like, just go for it. I don't feel like there's a secret recipe to like how to be, how to adapt a change as a leader. It's honestly just taking that first leap where other people won't like right. having the courage to be able to do so. Right. That's such a good point. Can you remember a time? Can you remember a time that you didn't have that mindset when trying something new was very terrifying, intimidating for you? Or did you always have that mindset? Yeah, I think like just always going in, like when change is going to happen, I think just going into it open minded, you know, I, I think the biggest fear with everybody with change is like not being original anymore. As soon as somebody changes something about you, it's their version of you. It's not your version of you. So I think like that was always my biggest fear with change. Like with bowling, like they wanted me to stop going from a seven step to a five step. So that's also like a big change for me. Like I want to be original. So I think that was my hesitation on changing. But, you know, I'm kind of open to it now because, you know, like change is good and you, we, you just have to have a good mindset on that. Absolutely. In terms of adapting to changes and the, like the whole world has had to adapt right now with COVID-19 and you guys coming back to school online and your sports being pushed to the spring. How have you guys adapted during this time? For the most part, I think it's just being thankful um, in the moment, even though things are changing, still being thankful because it gives you a sense of like reassurance and knowing everything's going to be okay because you still have an opportunity there. Um, and it helps you from not like overthinking. Adapting to change, like I said, like it's there's nothing easy about it, but you have to realize like you're going to mess up, you're going to make mistakes. You have to take it one step at a time. And if you don't allow yourself to make mistakes, then that's when change is going to become very hard because, you know, you don't want to mess up and you have to be perfect and stuff like that. And that's you don't go anywhere if you don't allow yourself to mess up sometimes. You don't learn. You learn way more from the losses than you do from any wins. So so I want to ask right there because you know I love to ask why. <laughs> so why do you guys think as athletes that pressure comes onto young athletes of I can't mess up, I can't make the mistake, I have to perform? Why do you think that is? Where does that come from? in the environment at, at any point, where does that come from? Is it from teammates? Is it from coaches? But why do you guys feel like you can't mess up or make mistakes? I think it's just from like our coaches and from our like families and stuff. Like we don't want to let anybody down in a sense. And I think it's just really important for us to be good. Like for somebody to come watch us and us to be good. Like we don't want to, mess up because we don't want them to like give up on us in a sense yeah. so we're always trying to be perfect do every like, pay attention to details all of that because 
we don't want we want it to be perfect and our craft to be do you feel like that has helped you or hurt you in your athletic career and and in your personal career your academic career has it helped you or has it hurt you I think it's done both honestly I think it's hurt me because you're you're in this constant mind state of I have to be perfect. And then when you mess up, you're on yourself times 20. Mm. And it's hard to come back from that when you dig yourself this big hole, you know. And I think it also helps because you're kind of setting your own goals and you're kind of helping yourself like, hey, like I got to be up to this standard and you're kind of working a lot harder. So I think it goes hand in hand. What about you, Rachel? Yeah, I totally agree with that. Um, I kind of want to add a little bit on the question before that. Um, I think we see like, these big time athletes and we see like who they are and you know how great they are and you put these expectations on yourself because you have you know maybe family members and or coaches or things like that whoever it even friends in your life comparing you to people like that and you don't know about their tough nights you don't know about the nights where they literally wanted to give up themselves too Mm -hmm. so you put these expectations on yourself that like I have to be perfect all the time I have to do great because that's them and you don't know their backstory also and realize, like, they were probably in the same exact position I'm in. They just decided to continue to move forward and not give up. And uh, I totally think – I agree with Alicia. It can be good, but it can also be bad. Um, bad in a sense where you're putting way too much pressure on yourself and you can kind of collapse within the pressure because you think if I'm not doing it good enough, then I can't be doing it at all. Like, this is not good. You develop that mindset, but you also set these really big standards for yourself to meet them because you realize, like, I am capable of doing that. Like, I don't want to accept anything less. So I agree with her. So good. So how do you think both of them being good and bad, having good and bad um, effects on your life, how do you think that that's affected your willingness to try new things? Um, I think... I think I had trouble trying new things in the very beginning because it's like you don't know this. So, you know, you don't want people to look at you. Oh, she's terrible. And it's so much outside noise that we're listening to. And it's hard like to hear that. It's hard to know that you're terrible at something like Hmm. it just sucks. So I think we have to, you know, know that we're not great at this thing and we have to learn how to get better at it. And it's okay to be terrible for your first 10 times or whatever, but you're going to get better. And that's the mm-hmm. part, positive part you have to look at it. At. Mm-hmm. Totally. I agree with that. Uh, yeah, I totally, totally agree with Alicia right there. Um, yeah, change is – it's weird as a successful athlete going into something and then messing up and, like, having that realization, like, I am not great at everything – you know, especially when you put these expectations on yourself because, you know, as much as people around you put expectations on you, you think you're putting the most expectations on yourself as an athlete. So when you do something, you know, other people are like, oh, they're not good at everything and stuff like that. You, like she said, you're listening to a bunch of outside noise that really, no matter what they say, that's not going to affect your growth. If you're not messing up on something, then you're not getting anywhere. You don't want to be comfortable for too long so when change is weird to you it's because you're you don't want to be in an uncomfortable place of growing um so I feel like that's what a lot of athletes struggle with they want to stay in that comfort zone 
Well, let's just build on that right there. What do you guys think about, you know, maybe being on a team with someone who wants to feel comfortable as leaders? How do you inspire someone who feels comfortable with where they're at? They don't um, embrace challenges or embrace, you know, adapting to new things. How do you as leaders deal with that? You have to lead by an example. As a leader, it's always by example. So if you're not willing to take the first step yourself, then your teammate isn't going to because they're looking up to you. And even though it may seem they're not, they really are. Like mm. if you take good notice to it. Um, so when they're not in, if you're taking the first step forward and you're seeing growth, even though you may have messed up, at some point they're going to realize that they're falling behind and they're going to have their own realization because you as a leader, you can't hold back for one teammate or a couple of them. You have to do what's best for the whole. Right. So if some of them are falling back on it, you know, the coach is also going to take notice of that and things like that. The coach is going to see the people, you know, following your example and taking that step forward in the uncomfortable and towards a change. And he's going to see that you're growing together. And those people who aren't, they may not get more playing time. You know, that's at some point, like – it's not, I wouldn't say karma, but you know what I mean? Like they're reaping what they sow. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I just think like if I, I like to ask a lot of questions. So if I see somebody getting comfortable, I think, you know, I want to, I want to know why you're getting comfortable, why Mm -hmm. you're afraid to see change, why, you know, it's just, you're comfortable where you at. You should want to be uncomfortable. You should want to learn. You should want to ask questions. If you're confused, you should want to get better. I think that's, that should be your mind state. If you're in a, on your, if you're on a team, if you're in a club, whatever you're doing, you know, you should want to get better and challenge yourself. But if somebody's not, you know, just try to talk to them, try to make sure that you're leading by example and giving them like some good advice and hopefully that they will change their mindset and everything that they're doing. Absolutely. Can you guys remember a time that you actually avoided doing something new? For instance, I had an opportunity at Downey High School last year. I was asked to do the faculty game, which is uh, playing basketball with a bunch of men. And I was the only girl on the team. And this was something brand new to me because I didn't play basketball. It was probably the one sport I didn't play when I was a kid. And I sat there (laughs) and asked myself, am I going to do this? Like, I know I'm going to make a fool of myself. Like, I know that I am. Okay, I bring that up because I chose to do it because I understood that there were people watching me. And when I say people, I had teams of young girls watching how I was going to respond to something new, something I I could not be good at, something that I could not tell how it was going to turn out. And they were watching how I was going to respond to that. I ended up doing it. And what I did is I actually transferred the authority onto my girls and they taught me how to play basketball. They took the position of the coach and they found so much joy in doing something new. And let me tell you, I shot an awful air ball awful how how how, like 10 feet away from the hoop (laughs) probably 10 feet away from the hoop okay and I was like you know what? I laughed it off my girls were there cheering for me I knew that I could be bad at it 
but my next shot, I actually made it. I only made one, and that's okay. But what the point was afterwards and following week, I came to the girls and I told them, like, I did this for you guys. I need you to know that you're going to grow in the uncertainty, in the uncomfortable. When you're not good at something, that's where you have to try. That's where you have to grow. And not only that, it imparted so much joy to them for for them to know what it feels like to coach somebody, to mentor them, to lead them into victory. They led me into victory, even if it was one shot. So can you guys remember, you know, that was a new experience for me that I wanted to say no to. I wanted trust me. And I was having people like, you can back out. Like, you don't have to do it. And I was like, no, like, I have a responsibility to be an example, like Rachel was saying to the girls that I'm leading. But have you guys had a situation maybe like that where you wanted to say no and you did it or you wanted to say no and you did you did say no? Well, I that happened to me in middle school. I tried out for the softball team. My mom wanted me to try out because she, she played softball in high school. And I just – I am not a softball person. <laughs> I do bowling and basketball, and that's about it. But I tried out because, you know, she kind of wanted me to, so I just did it you know, for her. And I did the best that I could. I went out there. <laughs> she threw me like a ball, like a ground ball. I think that's what it's called. And she, I guess she wanted me to dive. And I was like, I didn't know that. I didn't know at the time that that's what she wanted me to do. But at the end, when she didn't pick me, I realized that that's what she wanted me to do. And I didn't end up making the team, but it was still fun and like good that I went and tried. You know? So what did you learn from that? Just to try new things and don't be afraid. Like you're, you might fail, but to have fun and experience new things. Like don't just close it off because oh I'm not good at that. No, mm-hmm. I'm not doing it. You know, mm-hmm. like just do it. You know, you, you only live once. Life is short. Like just do it. Totally. Know? Yeah, I love that. Um, I guess the biggest change in my life was my ACL injury, and I remember coming back to it after I was finally cleared um, to play basketball again. There are times when I literally was like, okay, I'm starting over. This is weird. This is not what I'm used to. I'm used to being, you know, um, someone who's so smooth out there on the basketball court and stuff like that. And I was not. I was so rusty. It was. I was so out of shape, even though my legs were strong. Like, I wasn't conditioned. Mm. And I just remember times being like, oh, like, I just want to take this very, very slow. Like, take my time. Like, you know. I don't know if I want to take the team kind of on my shoulders with this leadership role as team captain and stuff like that. I just remember saying to myself, if I give up, if I just like take it at a slow pace and I don't push myself and want to be better for this team, then I'm setting the example to them that like, that's, you know, that's okay. Like if things knock you down, like it's not saying an example of pushing yourself that you can be better from this, that good things come out of bad situations. And, uh, oh my gosh, yeah, there were nights where I literally was like, I can't, literally telling myself, I can't do this anymore. I want to, I'd rather take tomorrow off, you know, (laughs) this is, this is, this change is weird. Like not being dominant out there on the court anymore. It's weird. But if I'm not in that position, then I also don't understand, you know, what hard work is to come from a place of feeling like you're at the bottom and then moving your way back up to the top. I don't understand what that hard work is. Mm-hmm. And that's what I learned from that change. And that's the example I have to set to my teammates, too. That, you know, giving up isn't an option. You're not going to get better if you give up. 
Right. You know, you can give up. That's going to be to your own downfall and the people around you. Don't everyone believes in you. You have to believe in yourself. Like you can mm -hmm. change is good for you. So, yeah, that was probably the biggest change in my life. Okay, so last question. If you guys can think off the top of your head, <laughs> what is the biggest lesson you've learned in trying something new? Biggest lesson that you learned? Tried something new, maybe failed, tried something new, maybe succeeded, but what is the biggest lesson, the biggest takeaway in doing something new? It is not going to start off pretty. <laughs> I can tell you that's like one of the biggest things I learned, but I think because of that, I've learned to accept not everything in life has to be pretty and beautiful and exactly how you want it. Things are rough. Things are, you know, don't look so good at the beginning, but that's what that's what makes it so great at the end because you've been through that tough part. So I think change has taught me, like, to value the opportunity that I get to get better. Yeah. That's, that's what it is. That's the biggest takeaway I've had from change. I love it. It, my biggest thing is you're going to fail. It, that is just a given. And you have to be, you know, okay with that and realize that when you fail, like, it's going to be hard, but it's a learning curve. But when you win, that is the most amazing feeling. Even if you win once, it, it overshadows every time you failed. And that is probably one of the biggest takeaways, I would say, personally. I love that, you guys. Thank you so much for your input, your wisdom, your leadership skills. All right. I'm going to tell you what we're going to do next. I'm going to share with you. There's six tools that I'm going to give you on how to overcome trying something new. I'm going to give you three today and three next week, and then I'm going to give you three application questions. So number one, what Alicia was just saying, number one thing you can do for overcoming trying something new accept failure as one of the greatest teachers in life. If we can't accept failure, if no, I'm sorry, if we can accept failure as our teacher rather than our enemy, we will learn every time and never lose. Let me say that again. If we can accept failure as our teacher rather than our enemy, we will learn every time and never lose. So number one, accept failure as your greatest teacher. Number two, break up with your need to impress people. I'm going to say that again. <laughs> Write it and make sure you're writing it down. Break up with your need to impress people. Anyone who criticizes you is beneath you. Okay, Alicia just gave an example of do, trying softball because her mom played softball. Now, she could have continued playing softball because she wanted to please her mother, but she knew that that was not for her, so, so she continued to pursue bowling and basketball. Break up with your need to impress people. Number three, you do not have to be perfect. It does not have to be perfect. That is your own expectation and it is paralyzing your progress. 
I need you to really hear this. This is for all my perfectionist people out there who think that everything needs to be perfect. I'm telling you right now that you are paralyzing your progress. Allow it to be messy. It doesn't need to be perfect. That is an expectation you alone are putting on yourself. And it is hindering your progress as an athlete, in your academics, in your dreams, in your relationships, whatever it is, you do not have to be perfect and it does not have to be perfect. And I'm going to close with this. We're going to cover the next three next week, but I'm going to close with this. We started this podcast and it's a little messy. We don't know everything that we're supposed to do and that's okay. What matters is that you start. Because when you start, you set something in motion and it's easier to continue in motion than to stay sedentary. We know that is a law in the world. Things as you set something in motion, it continues to catch momentum. So just start. Let it be messy. You can be afraid. Whatever it is, just start it. Okay. drop the perfectionism. All right. So I'm going to give you three questions for you to apply this week, okay? As you hear this, we don't want you to just be hearers, but we want you to be doers. So I'm going to give you some tools, and you're going to ask yourself these questions, answer these questions so that you can start taking control, getting into into new things, and creating momentum in your life. Number one, why are you hesitant to try new things? Why... Are you hesitant to try new things? You need to be honest with yourself. Is it because you want to please people? Is it because you're afraid to fail? Why are you afraid to fail? Ask yourself and answer honestly. And the follow-up question is, has that paralyzed your progress? Whatever that answer is, why are you hesitant to try something new? And then ask yourself, has that paralyzed your progress as an athlete in school in friendships and relationships and family, whatever it is, has that paralyzed your progress? Question number two, what is one thing that one new thing that you can do this week? What is one new thing that you can do this week? It could be writing. It could be a new sport. It could be talking to a new person. It could be trying a new hobby, whatever it is. What is one new thing that has been on your mind? If you weren't afraid, you would totally do this thing. What is that one new thing that you can do this week? And then do it. Let it be messy. You can mess up. You can fail. Nobody is judging you. And last question, number three, what are three things failure has taught you? If you can understand and you start shedding light on the lessons that failure has taught you, you can change your perspective on failure. You can change your perspective from failure being your enemy to failure being your teacher. There are lessons in life that can only be taught by failure. So what are three things that failure has taught you? Okay, and give thanks for those three things. All right. Well, thank you for joining us today. We really appreciate you listening, sharing, subscribing. You can even write a review. Again, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat. And if you have any questions or suggestions, again, email me at weareathletesprogram at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Stay tuned for next week. We're going to follow up with the last three things on overcoming the fear of trying something new. 
We thank you so much and we will see you next week.